don't listen to this episode unless you want to find out a sleep hack to help you sleep amazing and how to optimize your magnesium levels, the benefits of intermediate fasting and how you can optimize your health for under a hundred pound a month. Come on, come on, let's have it. Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, Callum Weber and Jacob Ingamgott. Making sure you replenish your magnesium can be a game changer. It can really help with sleep, calming the nervous system, ramping up energy, obliterating fatigue, all of these things that we need in order to thrive and enjoy our life to the full. Here we are then. So we're back with the Freedom Lifestyle podcast. And I am actually so excited for this podcast, not just for you guys, but also like personally for me as well, because an area that like I really want to focus on like right here, right now is my health. Because, you know, rewind all the the last 30 or over 40 episodes of the Freedom Lifestyle podcast, you know, we've been interviewing six figures, millionaires, multi-millionaires. And, you know, we don't really talk a lot about health. And, you know, ultimately, fast forward to, you know, the end of your life, at the end of the day, health is like one of the most vital parts of our life. And, you know, it's, it's all well and good, like going after your freedom lifestyle and, you know, going after creating wealth and creating an impact. But if you haven't got any health, then your life can be over. So like, Focusing on your health is probably even more important than focusing on money. And I'm very grateful today to be joined by Pauline Cox, who I'll be introducing in a second. But the way how it actually happened was, obviously, I'm from Clevedon, which is a small town near Bristol. And obviously, health is something that I'm really focusing on. And I was driving home to to my nan's house to go see my nan. And I drove past a store in the Cleveland High Street that said health. And I was just completely attracted to this store. So I, I, I went straight over there and turns out the store's been there for five years and I didn't even realize. And as soon as I walked in there, I was like, I can't believe this store's in Cleveland. Like it has all everything you can possibly need for your health is in this one little store in Clevedon. And I was so buzzing. I started to speak to um, one of Pauline's employees in there and her energy was amazing. And I saw on the side um, a book and it was actually Pauline's book that she's already launched. And I got connected with her and, you know, here we are now a week later and I'm interviewing her on the podcast. I'm so grateful for your time, but with no further ado, Pauline, like to give a bit of context for our listeners, like, what kind of got you into that journey of going all in on learning about health and nutrition? Yeah, it's a great question, Callum. Thanks for asking that. I have always worked for myself, so totally get the passion behind being an entrepreneur and how exciting it is growing something from scratch and seeing the fruits of your labor grow literally right in front of you. And so Going on 16 years ago now, I was running my own health business, a a health clinic, actually, with multiple associates, a very busy, buzzing clinic, and was doing incredibly well from it. However, my health was struggling. And so whilst from a, a kind of financial perspective was incredibly successful, just did not feel successful in my own personal life. I had no energy. I had to push myself through the day. I did, I'd really lost that spark that, that really, you know, you, you want to have every day you wake up and felt a little bit confused because despite being a health professional, I felt like my own health was really failing. So I was at the time working as a physiotherapist and, and 
training other physiotherapists. It was a very busy health practice and decided to deep dive into the nutrition route. And what I found kind of blew my mind. Um, I recognized that I'd been eating foods that were really depleting my energy. I recognized that I hadn't been looking after myself in the best way I could. And so really did a 180 on my diet, my lifestyle, and the difference it made to my own health inspired me to go and train, really completely retrain into an area of nutrition that I felt was lacking and people needed to know about. So that sparked my whole journey down to the, on this nutrition path and opening up an entire new business. We spoke a lot like off camera uh, before this podcast. And, you know, in, in terms of like the overall health in the UK, we mentioned about um, how we're a lot, a, a large majority of the UK are deficient in magnesium. So let me ask you a question, Pauline, in terms of magnesium, number one, how important is it? Um, and also, number two, how can we get to the optimal level so that we're not um, a deficient country in magnesium? Yeah, that's a really great question, because so many people experience symptoms on a day to day basis. And often our first go to is there's something wrong with me. I need medication. And look, in some mm. circumstances, it is important to check out, go to your doctor, make sure there isn't anything wrong. However, often we exhibit these symptoms as a result of being deficient in certain key nutrients. So for example, if we're deficient in magnesium, you might experience insomnia, anxiety, you might get migraines, cramping, you might get constipation, low energy, fatigue. And so all of these symptoms can tell you know, us, your body, there are little whispers from the body that I'm low potentially in magnesium. So if you're eating a lot of sugar, for example, or you have high levels of inflammation, if you're working out really hard and regularly where you're depleting yourself of these electrolytes, then making sure you replenish your magnesium can be a game changer. It can really help with sleep, calming the nervous system, ramping up energy, obliterating fatigue, all of these things that we need in order to thrive and enjoy our life to the full. So magnesium for me is one of my daily musts. I take it every night before bed and we need about 360 to 450 milligrams of magnesium a day. And you can get some from your diet, of course. However, food does not have the same levels of, ma of magnesium as they used to because our soils are very different and food production is very different. And so many people are often deficient in magnesium and it can it can be such a great help to support our very busy, hectic lives. So as we spoke, as you mentioned off camera, getting the right kind of magnesium is also critically important. Yeah. And well, number one, actually, we mentioned before, like I actually got, went up and got my uh, my magnesium tablets or supplements from downstairs. And you mentioned that there's an ingredient in a lot of like the, you know, generic magnesium supplements and it's magnesium oxide is what you want to avoid. And the first ingredient, yeah. I'll, I'll show it right now. The first ingredient on my magnesium supplements is magnesium oxide. And tell the listeners a bit more, Pauline, of why magnesium oxide um, isn't really a, um, a sufficient way of getting our magnesium. So not all supplements are created equally. It's important to understand that when you're buying a supplement, you want to be getting it from a trusted brand or at least from a store where you know that they've done the work for you. So at So and Arrow, we're really particular about the supplements we have on our shelves. And we make sure that firstly, they're bioavailable and they're not full of fillers and additives and bulking agents. 
And so when it comes to magnesium, you may, you want to make sure the magnesium you're taking is actually available to the body. It can absorb it and use it. And magnesium oxide, maybe 10% will be absorbed if you're lucky, but the rest is going to be urinated out of the body. So you want to find a compound that is very bioavailable. So for example, magnesium biglycinate or magnesium glycinate, um, they're both forms of magnesium that are very easily absorbed into the body. Magnesium citrate is another decent one. It can cause a little bit of looseness of the bowels. Um, so magnesium biglycinate is my preference. Um, and there's magnesium malate, which is again, a fairly good one at targeting the muscles. Magnesium threonate can target the brain levels of magnesium. So there's all these different forms, but it's really knowing who you're buying from. And I totally get why so many people use Amazon these days. However, there's mm. so much value in using companies who know what they're doing. And ultimately, just like in business, you pay, you get what you pay for. And if you're willing to go to an expert or go to a company who have done the due diligence and they only stock brands who have the quality and the, the kind of base level of values that meet with yours, then you're getting what you pay for. You're getting a superior product and one that actually works. And on that note, obviously, you know, Pauline um, mentioned that she has a sew and arrow uh, business on the high street in Clevedon. So if you are listening to us and you are from Clevedon or around that Bristol area, I strongly recommend going to visit the store. It's an incredible store. However, Pauline also offers sew and arrow online. So anyone in the UK can actually have the product delivered. And as you can already tell, being only about eight minutes into this podcast, Pauline has got a wealth of knowledge when it comes to health. And, you know, the fact that, you know, I was taking the magnesium supplement that has magnesium oxide, which I'm only going to, like Pauline said, only have about 10% of the benefit out of it. You know, things like that just makes it evident that you want to be making sure that you're either doing the research or you're finding someone like Pauline who has done the research already. So even though, yeah, fair enough, her supplements will be a bit of a higher investment, like, Investing in your health is, you know, is like I mentioned earlier, is is more important than create than even creating wealth because without our health, then you know, life life is going to be very miserable for us. But rewinding back as well, what you mentioned, Pauline, that you have your magnesium before you go to sleep. Yes. Um, tell me, tell me more. Like, why why do you have it before you go to sleep rather than say first thing in the morning? And that's a really good question. So sleep, Callum, I feel like sleep is the bedrock of great health. And when we get great sleep, we wake up with a certain mindset. We wake up with better blood sugars. We wake up with better hunger control. We wake up with optimal energy. And so I always start when I'm working with a client, I always start with sleep, regardless of where they are with their diet. I'm like, let's get your sleep started correctly. Let's get that nailed. If you sleep badly, even if you sleep, but you just don't sleep deeply, you wake up sluggish, tired. We always then turn to coffee, more coffee, more coffee, sugar, stimulants, all these things to just get us through the day. Whereas if you wake up with great energy and the first thing you do is get outdoors and you get a, an increased level of serotonin, of dopamine, these natural boosts in your um, neurotransmitter levels, it's going to optimize your brain function, your mood, your energy. It's going to help with creativity and accessing this incredible brain power that we all have, but often don't get to use. So great sleep is, to me, the sort of key to having abundant energy and great brain power. So sleep starts with making sure that we prepare ourselves for sleep. So we're not eating too late at night. We're not drinking lots of alcohol at night, because whilst that might 
give the illusion that it's helping you to sleep. What it's actually doing is sedating you. It's not actually improving your sleep. So magnesium at nighttime can really help ease you into sleep because it increases something called GABA, which is our calming relaxation neurotransmitter. It helps us get into this deep state of sleep, the REM sleep, the non-REM sleep, as well as bringing our core body temperature down. So that's that's the magnesium biglycinate compound. The glycine itself in that compound has also a really beneficial effect on the brain. So it's helping lull the brain into this nice deep sleep. And then when you wake up, you feel refreshed. Your magnesium's already in your system. So it's helping to do all the other jobs. Magnesium has over 300 reactions in the body to participate in. So it's a very busy mineral working on energy and blood sugars and um gosh, so many things, building neurotransmitters and supporting hormonal health. So it has so many functions, but getting it in at night can get you into the deep sleep that helps to catapult you into great energy the next day. Wow. Like that, that is, that's blown my mind. Like that is going to be something that I'm going to implement like right now. I'm actually going to go to sew an hour straight after this podcast and get some magnesium, get rid of this magnesium oxide crap and get on, get on, get on the real stuff before sleep. So I can actually sleep, uh, sleep well and be well nourished. So that was some amazing value. And I also back what you, you mentioned about something I like to integrate into my life within about five minutes of being up. I am straight out on a walk out in nature, listening to like the Freedom Lifestyle podcast or other podcasts um, to get that that vitamin D and that daylight and the serotonin levels first thing. So if you're listening to this, like just an easy, an easy energy hack first thing in the morning and also a bit of time for yourself is just go straight out on the walk first thing in the morning. Even if you've only got 15 minutes, it will make such a huge difference to your day. And Pauline as well, you mentioned with sleep about alcohol so a lot of people do tend to use alcohol to to help them sleep but let's talk a bit about alcohol because obviously we've got a lot of young listeners on the freedom lifestyle podcast and you know obviously alcohol in society you know is is very normalized now in society because of films Mm. because of tv shows and because of the culture in the uk and you know rewinding back to pretty much my whole life i've I've done a lot of partying. I went to university. I've done well four seasons in Mallorca. I've done so much drinking, whereas now I, I hardly drink alcohol at all. So talk a bit more of, of, of alcohol and the effects of n- number one, our sleep, but also our overall health. You know, I think it's really interesting, Callum. I think there's a new generation of individuals who are looking to reduce alcohol intake. It feels like there's a really strong interest at the moment of ditching alcohol and finding alternatives to to give you that feeling of relaxation and really what alcohol does is it changes our state it it changes our physiology and it helps us to get out of fight or flight and into rest and digest and it kind of forces us to do that whereas there are other ways to impact our physiology in that really positive way and i feel like alcohol is a tool that's a shortcut to doing that so it's a very short term gain but Ultimately, it's a really long term pain because it has such a negative impact on our gut health for starters. It has a really negative impact on our blood sugars, but it also has a really addictive impact to our brain. So the reason alcohol alcohol has such a a negative consequence to our brain health is because it shoots up dopamine levels really high. So the higher the level, the sharper the, the spike in dopamine, the more addictive something is. So that's true of sugar. 
Highly sweetened sugary foods cause a really big spike in dopamine. Gambling does the same. Drugs do the same by a huge increase. So alcohol will will spike our dopamine levels. Food will spike our dopamine levels. Sex, gambling, porn, all of these activities that we find very addictive are addictive because of the impact they have on our dopamine levels. And the, the, the higher the spike in dopamine, the more addictive that particular act or substance is. And so alcohol has that impact on our brain. And the more alcohol we drink, the more we need to get that same feeling of satisfaction and pleasure, which is why the first drink always tastes great. But then you need more and more to try and recapture that same feeling that you had at the beginning. So ultimately, finding something that helps you to naturally access great energy and great feel good and and higher serotonin and dopamine in levels that helps to support the body without sending them really sky high and causing this crash because it's actually the decline in dopamine that makes our body go now I need more of that I just need a bit more it's actually the withdrawal of the dopamine that creates that sensation so for me I don't drink at all Um, I just don't like the impact it has on any area of my health, my sleep, my gut health, my liver. Um, I feel that anything that takes me away from my journey of accessing more and, you know, it's, it's kind of like in business, any small tweaks you can make to make the machine more efficient is more efficient. So for me, alcohol was quite an easy thing to cut out because I, I just felt like it was pulling me down instead of helping me to access more energy and, and, better a better experience of life I I 100% agree like I I've realized I used to I used to have this mentality that if you didn't drink alcohol then you were boring that was my my old mentality and it wasn't until lockdown where I literally didn't touch any alcohol for 10 weeks and my energy was just through the roof and I was like do you know what I'm actually liking who I am without drinking all this alcohol like you know, when, when I'm hungover, that's when I'm like my when I when I've been irritated or been ratty or I've had arguments and just eliminating alcohol. Like, you know, I, I still have a few drinks here and there. But in terms of a, ha- a hangover, it's just not a part of my lifestyle anymore. But I guess for our listeners that don't want to completely stop drinking alcohol and, you know, do enjoy going out on the weekends and stuff, I guess. What would you recommend to them um, to, to take to kind of counter, yeah. counteract it as much as they can? So firstly, I'd say drink with food because it's going to slow down the absorption of the alcohol into your blood. And if you if you have food in your gut before you eat, i.e. you're just you know having a meal, having some some food and a drink with it, that's going to have a much, much less negative impact on your brain, your gut and all other areas of your health than if you drank on an empty stomach. The other thing you can do is to kind of prepare your uh, body to, you know, mitigate against the effects of alcohol. You can take some milk thistle, which really helps to, it supports your liver in detoxifying and some omega-3 fatty acids as well. So milk thistle is a really, is a great one for helping the liver to rid the body of the effects of, of alcohol. So that's a, a nice, easy win. 
Amazing, amazing. And guys, if, if you want to drink alcohol, rewind that bit of the podcast and start taking notes to make sure that you are, you're prepared for getting, getting your milk thistle in if you do go on a, on, on a bender. <laughs> However, the better, the better solution is just really cutting down on, on the alcohol usage and your energy and your sleep's just going to improve so much more. So in terms of like Pauline, obviously me and you spoke off, off camera about intermediate, intermediate fasting, and it's actually something that I've integrated into my life now. So I do, I do about the six, the 16 hour, 16 hours, no, no food. And then eight hour, an eight hour window where I eat. Um, it's, I'm not like religious on it and I don't put myself too much pressure if I don't do that. However, I've noticed a huge difference in my energy levels. And I've also noticed as well, when I was before I ever did intermediate fasting, I don't think I, I, I pretty much my whole life within the first half an hour, I had some I had food like my whole life. And when I when the first month of going into intermediate fasting, it was in 2022 in September. And uh, I can remember really struggling with it. I was really struggling with it. Whereas now I'm actually like, it's got to a point now where I'll get to like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, even one o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not even that hungry anymore. And it's like you get your body actually gets used to it. Yeah. So talk a bit more, Pauline, about obviously it's quite a big thing now on, on social media with yeah. with fasting. So talk a bit more about the benefits that um, integrating that that intimate intermediate fasting into a lifestyle yeah. can have on someone. It's such an easy tool to use. It, it's free. It's easy to access. And it's one of the most powerful things we can do to impact our blood sugars, our longevity our brain health. So we essentially are dual fuel burners. We're like hybrid cars. We can use glucose for fuel when we eat our carbs, or we can burn fat for fuel. Now, if we're constantly eating, we wake up in the morning, 8am porridge, 10am oat bar, 12.30 panini, four o'clock, another snack on the way home with some crisps, five o'clock meal, snacking eight. If we're constantly eating, our blood sugars are always being bumped, 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 which is causing us to have an insulin spike and the body's having to work really hard to get the blood sugars into the cells. Now, you can imagine as hunter-gatherers, we would have gone sometimes three or four days, possibly longer without eating as we roamed the land looking for, for wild bison and animals to eat and survive off. Now. As a backup source of fuel, our body uses ketones, which is basically the breakdown of fat that we carry on our body. The body, is, the body breaks down the fat and the ketones are used for fuel. Now, these are fantastic sources of fuel because ketones suppress our appetite. They fuel the brain in a really effective way. They're 28% more effective for the heart. So great for athletes. But... If you're constantly eating and you're constantly eating sugary foods and, and high carb foods and the body never gets a chance to burn this fat and, and access these amazing ketones. So when you create a window of eating, let's say nine till six, from 6 p.m. onwards till, say, 8, 9, 10 o'clock the next day, you've got this window where your blood sugar start to really stabilize. Your body says, hold on, no more glucose available for fuel. I've got all this amazing fuel stored on my body. I'm going to start burning that. And these ketones are produced. And that helps with clarity of thought, cognitive function. It helps with focus. It helps with energy. They're anti-inflammatory. And they're very powerful. It's a very powerful strategy that a lot of people use to help their focus and mental agility. Huge, huge. And I, I, I back it so much. And with my result, I always like... 
I always, I've always been in all right or okay shape, but like in terms of like my body fat on around my belly area, since I've doing yeah. fasting, like I'm actually getting abs there now from literally just not by having that window of not eating because of what you mentioned with ketosis, obviously it will start eating your, eating your fat, <laughs> you know, in, 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 instead of eating the food that we're eating. So that, that was incredible. And I strongly recommend um, for anyone listening to this to just give it a try and, and you know, do, give it a try for a month and, and then fast forward that month and, you know, see the results you have and see if it's something that you want to adapt because it has been an absolute game changer for me. Um, I have got a question for you, Pauline. This is a bit one for, for the listeners, really. So obviously a lot of the listeners that listen to Freedom Lifestyle are young entrepreneurs. And, you know, if you listen to this and you're earning between 1000 to 2000 pound a month um, on like a salary or you're running a business. And obviously, we mentioned earlier that, you know, health is a bit of an investment. You know, that's the yes. reality of it. It's unfortunately, we live in a world where you can go to McDonald's and it's a lot cheaper than going to get some healthy food, which is such a shame. But that's just the reality of it. So I've got a question for you to help our listeners, you know, rather than investing a lot of money, say if you've only got, say if someone only had about a hundred pounds spare a month to invest in yes. their health, what's like a, what's a good start, almost like a starter pack, a, a good, a good um, starting phase for someone to get into health with say a hundred pound yeah. a month? Oh, I love that question, Callum. What a brilliant question. Okay. So I would say get outdoors every morning for a walk. Make sure when you're walk, if you are working indoors at a desk, try and get a desk by a window. So you're getting natural light in all the time. Go to your local butcher, ask your butcher for the great cuts of meat that are affordable. Get a slow cooker, get in your bone, your like beef on the bone. So you're getting all of the goodness coming out of the bone. You're leaching all of the minerals, the vitamins, the bone marrow. So you're slow cooking cheaper cuts of meat that are really affordable and super nutritious and they're going to feed you for two or three days i would i would look at eggs as well that are really affordable so i'd look at going to your butcher using meat on the bone organ meat liver superbly healthy incredibly affordable so all the organ meats looking at more of a nose to tail approach eggs are very affordable and i would always try and go for the best eggs you can so even though eggs are affordable go for the organic free range, just pay that little bit extra because the quality of the egg and the nutrients in the egg are, are going to be superior. So they're giving you essentially a multivitamin in the center of the egg and the yolk, all the good fats and the massive range of nutrients within there, as well as a superior source of protein. I would say if you can't afford wild high quality fish, go for tinned fish, but go again for the best tinned fish you can get. So go for your wild or your high quality mackerel and anchovies, but just get the best you can even in a tinned form. Go for vegetables, affordable, go to your local fruit and veg shop and get your onions and your carrots and your cruciferous and do lots of roast veggies with your butcher meat. So you're getting your basics, but you're getting a really colorful, fiber rich, protein heavy diet with healthy fats, get some really nice quality olive oil and then get your good sleep. Go for a walk after you've eaten, try to cut blue light in the evening and optimize sleep. If I was going to invest in two supplements, they would be a really good magnesium and a really good omega-3 fatty acid to optimize your brain health. Wow. There has just been so much value into this podcast. And obviously when we release this podcast, obviously June the 8th, um, obviously June 7th is when this podcast is coming out. June the 8th is when you're releasing your second book, 
talk a little bit about um, about your book and, and what your what your goal is with the book as well, Pauline. And obviously, I'll be putting the link to So and Arrow um, down below, and I'll also put a link to to your new book as well. Thank you, Callum. Well, my first book, Primal Living in a Modern World, is get is kind of the first entry into this lifestyle: how to optimize gut health, liver health, blood sugars, sleep, stress. The second book I wrote is called Hungry Woman, and it's to really help women recognize that we don't need to diet and we don't need to deprive ourselves. That when we get our metabolic health right, it supports our hunger levels, it supports our hormonal health, it supports our energy, mental well being, sleep. So the first half of the book is all the kind of the easy steps, the how to's, and then the second half is a hundred recipes that are easy to incorporate into your day-to-day life, particularly if you're a busy, like me, mother, business owner, um, author, writer, all of these different Uh hats and things we spin. It's important that we can find easy, affordable and simple ways of integrating healthy eating into our lives. It's amazing. It's amazing. And obviously, if you're listening to this, get get your sisters, get get your mums, get your girlfriend listening to this podcast and also even even treat them to buying, buying them the book as well, because what you're doing, Pauline, is incredible. But I have got one final question before we wrap the podcast up. And it's how we end the podcast every single time. Obviously, it's called Freedom Lifestyle. So what does like what does freedom lifestyle mean to you, Pauline? Freedom to me is having the energy to wake up every day and love the life I've chosen. It doesn't mean it's free from challenges because I feel like challenges help us to grow. And any business owner will know that it goes hand in hand with business. If you don't have any challenges where you're not pushing yourself enough, you're not stepping outside your comfort zone enough. So I don't feel like it's sheltering yourself from challenges. Freedom is really having the tools and the mindset to be able to embrace challenge and know that you can get through it the other side i love it i love it and i've absolutely loved this podcast i would probably say that this has been the podcast that i've learned the most on um so i can't wait for all of our listeners to give feedback and we'll 100 percent um be having you back on this podcast pauline because you've got so much more value to get i could honestly sit here all day and talk to you you i'm learning so much which is amazing so so grateful for you um pauline for this incredible podcast and i can't wait for you to have a successful book launch as well but other than that pauline it's been an absolute pleasure Adios. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast. Myself and Jacob run a free community on WhatsApp with over 200 entrepreneurial lads in their 20s, escaping the rat race without doing it alone, feeling overwhelmed and burning out. I don't know whether you want to scroll down now, click the Freedom Lifestyle community link, take a short quiz in under two minutes to join for free. I can't wait to see you in there.